Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That means we play jams from local bands and artists that you can hear live right here in the live music capital of the world. Very talented human beings. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Souls Extolled, a new track from them. They're playing Saturday at the Mohawk, getting ready to go out on tour. All right, I like that. I know what a Mohawk is too, so I feel cool. I uh, also feel cool hanging out here at Twin Peaks because it is uh, a fantastic location and you can hear the uh, the people in the background started, have already started getting the weekend started a little bit early, having a good time. We'll be out here till 6.30, so this is our last segment, and then we're going to give you up to the flex. Shout out to the legendary Lifetime Longhorn, Kenneth Sims. Shout out to my man, Harge, who wants to open up this contact list because he knows every damn body. <laughs> uh, but also, Lifetime Longhorn, Butch had not joined us as well. Um, both of those conversations... Uh, we'll get that posted for you up at hornfm.com. So, and when Longhorns get together, just so you know, we talk just like fans talk. They over there talking about what, what's going to happen in the game. Exactly. Texas K-State. Norm Watkins came up here. Shout out to my man Norm. He wanted to talk about Texas exactly. K-State. Exactly. So just so y'all. Norm, Norm don't call. He'll say, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, so talk to me about this <laughs> game real quick. I mean, exactly. Call me every yeah. as soon as the game over. I'm on the phone with no. <laughs> I was talking to Derek Johnson and Jeremy Hills yeah. this week. We talking about Texas K State. <laughs> so yeah, we like, hey man, how's your family? Family doing good. Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. How many kids you got? I got too many kids. Oh, it's all good. That's all good. Yeah, man. You know what, Texas man, K State though. Uh, <laughs> We what can, you what you know about yeah, what's going on? It over usually there. takes Longhorn football players a, a long lifetime Longhorns about two minutes to get past the small talk <laughs> yeah. to get to Texas football. Let's discussion. talk this work. Let's talk about Let's Texas talk football work. here. That's so right. uh, that is it's a big big game for Texas. So we'll get back to that and we'll make our official picks tomorrow. That's right. Arge and I, along with my man E Hogan of B and E, will be out on the road at one of my favorite spots, Lavaca Street Bar, the South Lamar location. Man, great spot there. Uh, so we'll be out there starting at two o'clock with the pregame festivities. But then we have our official watch party there as well. All right, Hearts, let's talk about the World Series really quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Strolls. Strolls winning game five, a crucial win in game five. Uh, for those who don't know, 2-3-2 two, two format. Uh, since that has uh, become um, the format for Major League Baseball's uh, playoffs, 2-2. Two, two. Our teams are tied 2-2. Two, two. Uh, the winning uh, team of game five, especially on the road, specifically yep. on the road, and having to go back for game six and seven at home, they have a win percentage of 79%. So yep. the winner of game five on the road, having to go back home for six and seven with the series tied 2-2, two, two, has won the series 79% of the time. So Astros in a good spot. Right. Astros are in a good spot, but that's why you got to go play the game. Some of those numbers, the reason why it's not 100% yeah. is because other people throw a monkey wrench in there, and I'm sure that's what the Philadelphia Phillies, that's their thought process right now. They're trying to figure out what went wrong. They're going to go back and watch the video. They saw that the elevation of the fastball was a big part of the success 
of the Houston Astros. But when you look at Framer Valdez and him coming back on the mound, oh, yeah. they've already understood what the rotation is. I told you the other day, he threw 24 curveballs for strikes. For strikes, that was more effective. Yes, so he's going to go back on the mound. You know there's going to be some – some gamesmanship that will be going on. I'm sure that the batters are going to be requesting that the umpires check his glove, check his hand, check his hair. That's fair. There's going to be all kinds of things. You know why? Because you got to do it to get him out of his rhythm because we have seen 27 now quality starts that he's had. Yeah. He set the major league record for the regular season, and then in the postseason he's done it again. So if he can go out there. So you asked me the question earlier, Rod, about – the MVP, Jeremy Pena. I said Jeremy Pena. You could also put Framer Valdez into that conversation as well. Wow. Jack was telling us, I mean, uh, yeah, was telling us that he was thinking about uh, Presley. He was oh, thinking about Presley yeah, and Presley, what he thought right. about him. Because he he's been coming out of the bullpen, doing his job, stopping the base runners. He Last night he went an inning and two-thirds to be able to get out of that, yeah. to keep that in there. But the one question that I would have for him is, I don't think we see him tomorrow. I don't think he's going to pitch anymore because he's been throwing. He went back to back, yep, and he threw a lot of pitches last night. So you got to kind of monitor that, and you got to watch what he did the night before. So he's been in effect for a bunch of these games. So you got to try to adjust and see what you can do. But the bullpen is what's been carrying this it team. Has been you had quality starts, and you saw everything that happened. But now you're in a different position. And you're going back home. So you have some room to wiggle. But if you got to go ahead and put your foot on their throat, now's the time. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to I don't want to see a game seven. No. Because that thing could happen in the game That's seven. when Johnny Holstaff starts pitching. <laughs> exactly. That means everybody hands on yeah, you're right. That's all hands yeah. on that, which is still a good thing for the Astros. But, yeah, man, if you can close this thing out in six, which we all predicted, that would be ideal. Uh, but let's talk about some of the – first of all, I love my favorite stat of game five. Love this stat. 78 different – plate appearances in game five only one plate appearance in the entire game where a batter didn't have a chance to at least tie the game and i believe that was in the eighth inning that was castellanos i yep, believe in yep, the eighth yep. inning there uh but other than that man you got it and i think you brought up the point yesterday he's like man it'd be great if everybody had to hang on every pitch yep. watching this game if the fans check like, the heart rate yeah exactly right <laughs> if it was just riveting from, yep. uh, from start to finish and i believe it was it was it did seem that way that uh, you had to hang on it was stressful my wife was like this is stressful yeah and i was like it is kind of stressful so we have to tune it out and tune back in because she was so stressed out. But it ended up being uh, a great game for the Astros. And not in the way that you would think because I brought this up earlier. You know, Astros have only scored in seven of the 53 World Series innings. They're only batting 240 with three home runs. And you think, man, that's not great. Their uh, DH, I think, are, are batting 130, zero home runs. Yeah. Yard on Alvarez. That's the seven hole. In case people yeah. are wondering what that DH is, that's that seven hole. Yeah. And, mean, the, and the best one has been uh, Hensley. He needs Hensley. to play every game. Yeah, the guy you didn't really think yeah, was exactly. going to. Exactly. Yeah. Put him in there. He puts the ball in play. And Jose Altuve is batting 185. To your point, Pargin, you talked about this at the beginning of the World Series. And you're right. Well, you've been talking about this all year long. Actually, talking about this for the Texas baseball season, too, uh, when Texas baseball uh, was in action. But situational baseball. Yeah. And that's basically all the Astros are winning with right now. That's that's how you win. That's, that's it. That's how I mean, you win. That's Trey, Trey Mancini with that with that 
great snag yep. of that line drive off of Kyle Schwarber in the eighth, saving the game time run. Chance McCormick, all the issues <laughs> the Astros have had in center field, all of the discussions and the question marks about center field and experiments with Dusty and center field. He chooses Chance McCormick, who – you know, I mean, I, I think it was probably just the uh, the best of what a battle of attrition, what, yeah, yeah, right, the best that was uh, left over there. But he makes one of the most iconic plays now, probably in World Series history. It may go down with that game-saving climb the ladder catch right up against the wall that robs uh, Real Moto yep. of a potentially just a clutch hit in the ninth. He yeah, he would have got a double. He Easy been, yeah. had double. It yeah. was a it was a big time play made by a guy that obviously. The problem has never been about the glove. It's all been about the at-bat. Yep. He can go get the ball. He went and got the ball in center field earlier this year. There was one play yesterday that I thought we were going to have an issue, and that was a fly ball in right field. Well, Kyle Tucker looked at him at center field, which, in case y'all don't know, any ball hit in the air that a center fielder can get to, it is his. He has the right of way oh, on that. all of that. You don't have to call. You don't have to call. Calls. I mean, he has to let them know that I'm there. So but if he can go and get it, it's his, his ball. Okay. All He has control over everything. I didn't know that. And that's why you saw the ball go up. Kyle Tucker looked at him, and then he didn't see him coming to get the ball, and Kyle Tucker had to go catch the ball. So that was the only issue of non-communication yeah. in the outfield. Okay. But – the problem has never been about him going to get a fly ball because he's been playing some good defense. Yeah, no, that's a good point there. Um, yeah, but and Verland, of course, also ended up with a great performance there. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to say it was great. Maybe I stopped He was effectively yeah. wild. Was he was effectively <laughs> wild where he kept okay. people off balance and he realized I can throw my breaking ball for a strike because they have made adjustments to the high fastball. Took him like three innings, basically, yep, yep. to figure it out. And I'm glad he got to the fifth inning because he got that win. He got that gorilla off his back, that King Kong monkey Man, off his back. You're right. And now he can relax. Isn't it funny how he's lost eight games? You know, people are looking at his numbers, but he gets that win, right. and all of a sudden his legacy has changed. That's all it takes, man. And by the way, as we were doing the show just now, he got named Comeback Player of the Year, and he got Most Outstanding Player or Pitcher of the Year wow. for the Major League by the Players Association. So, bing, bing. What have I been saying all year? Respect. I was like, he's going to get the Cy Young, yeah. and he's going to get the Comeback Player because he's missed two seasons. It is. It's a remarkable and brought, story. And he led the Major Leagues in ERA. ERA. Yeah. No, yeah. You're right Congratulations, about that. my man. Uh, no and question. when your peers pick it for you, then you know it got down. <laughs> that you know I that. Saying? Yeah, you got the respect yeah. of the, the folks you play against and with. Um, speaking of respect, I got a lot of respect for my friends over at Cat Hot Cat Tequila, man. It's my favorite new tequila. The cat stands for cinnamon agave and tequila, and the recipe is simple and brilliant. And it's delicious as well. It's just cinnamon, agave, nectar, and tequila. So light, so smooth. It is a tequila lover's dream. And if you're not a fan of tequila, Hot Cat Tequila will make you a fan of tequila. Hot Cat Tequila will turn any event into a party, and every party feels like a celebration. So celebrate and turn up today with Hot Cat Tequila. Once you try Hot Cat, you won't go back to 
that old cinnamon whiskey or that cheap tequila you ordered rounds of when you were just trying to get the party started. Turn up your party. Turn up your tailgate with Hot Cat Tequila. No football tailgate or watch party is complete without Hot Cat Tequila. Perfect way to pregame for the big game, concerts, festivals, or a night on the town with family and friends. So, folks, Hot Cat Tequila is best served cold for a quick round of shots or to sip on the rocks when you're just trying to chill or throw something on the grill. So visit cattequila.com. That's cattequila.com to find a store near you that sells Hot Cat Tequila or to find a bar near you that serves Hot Cat Tequila. And if not, how about when you go to your favorite bar, you go to your favorite liquor store, ask for Hot Cat Tequila. You can thank me later. Turn up with Hot Cat Tequila. Uh, all right. Um, hopefully this weekend I'm celebrating the Astros World Series Championship with some Hot Cat Tequila. And... And a long one. Hello. There we go. Yeah, let's jump to that while we got a little yeah, time yeah. left here. Texas versus K-State on the road versus the Purple Kryptonite Harge. I think we've pretty much hit this uh, matchup from every different angle. Yes, I don't know. Sir. And we will do it again. Matter of fact, tomorrow. Yep. We're going to be at Lavaco Street Bar, the South Lamar location, starting at 2 p.m., and then we'll also stay out there for the watch party. So it's going to be an official watch party, the after party, right there at Lavaco Street Bar, South Lamar location. Anything we have not really addressed that you think could end up being uh, integral? Absolutely. What do we talk about every week? Special teams. Special teams is going to be a major part of the success just because – when Texas goes on the road, you need to have a big play. Yeah. But when you have that big play, you have to capitalize on that big play. Texas did that against Oklahoma State. They had the big play, they but they, to, didn't, they I, never capitalized, they never capitalized on, it. on it. And that was a missed opportunity. So those are the type of things mm-hmm. that – you remember when we talk about a handful of plays? Yep. Those are the types of handful of plays that you miss yep. and you realize, dang, we should have got more points out of that. Yep. If we get four. If we get a seven instead of the three, that's four point differential. Mm-hmm. And now you're sitting there looking at we lost by three points. That's it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So those are the things that you got to capitalize on when those opportunities present themselves. And I think special teams. You know, we got a punt block coming somewhere. They need that. They need that because when you're on the road, you have to create those opportunities. Man, K-State is about as solid as it gets on special teams. They always have been. It's part you, of their culture. But they all, every special team has a flaw. They do. You have yeah. a, you, and that's, that's what uh, Banks' job is. Recognize where that flaw is and attack it because you have guys like Keelan Robinson. You have guys like Rashawn Jameson that can get there and make a play for you. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I mean, there's a lot of hidden uh, field uh, position, a lot of hidden yardage uh, within special teams. And remember when uh, they released the all-Big 12 preseason teams, if I'm not mistaken, I believe K-State had – Multiple represent Knowles. Knowles was yeah, one of them on the kickoff their, yes. and punt return. As their because uh, we thought Deshaun Jameson was going to be that person, yeah. and now we realize Deshaun ain't. They knew something we didn't because Deshaun yeah. ain't even returned a kick yeah. nowhere. Now you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so weird. That, that is crazy Deshaun to me. Jameson doesn't return kicks anymore at all. Not really. one. Not even on a kickoff return. It is very strange. Yes. And punt return is and all. And he takes it to the house. And, it's, and the crazy thing is, punt return is all Xavier Worthy, who is great once the ball's in his hands, but he does make questionable decisions. He scares me every single time the ball goes in the air. I, I am panicking. Yeah. He does. I, like, I see him. I was like, ooh, come on. Don't be afraid of fair catch. Right? Or, or, or let, let it go. Let it alone, dude. Just let it go. Yeah, yeah. He will, I mean, if, he, he will have a, a gunner 
barreling down on him and have like three yards in between the gunner and the ball and him, and he'll go hit the ball. And he'll get the and ball. And it's like, bro, yeah. like, he, has, he has a lot of confidence in his hands. Man, and I appreciate that. I do. Bro. I got to appreciate that. Woo. But, hey, man, can we have a conversation, bro? We, about the Fair catch that thing. Man, I mean, that's why I like the Let's live to play there. another getting it down. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that's a great point there. But no, you're right about special teams. We don't talk enough about it. Yeah. Special teams end up being huge, especially if you can get a big play early, silence that crowd, take Absolutely. that crowd out of it. Absolutely. That can be big. For, for Texas. Uh, all right, so once again, reminder, we're going to be out amongst the people. We're going to be hanging out at Lavaca Street Bar, uh, the South Lamar location. Right, so yep. come on out there and join us tomorrow. It starts at 2 p.m., and then, of course, we'll be out there for the watch party out there at Lavaca Street Bar, the South Lamar location. We'll have our man E. Hogan with us. And, yes, don't forget, E. Hogan's coming out with us. And also I want to thank uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Sims for joining us, man. Kenny Sims is a legend, came out here. He's still out here. Yeah, you guys he's been have a damn good time. Uh, well, I think now Butch, hang, Butch had not Butch died is hanging. So now they're telling great stories over there that we're yep. missing. Uh, they're having a good time. And so I want to thank those guys for coming out. And thank I'm them about for to get on. in on that action. Uh, yeah, <laughs> about that action, boss. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank them for coming on. If you missed the interviews that we had with Kenneth Sims and the interviews that we ended up having with Butch Hatton. Now we'll have that on the page. Uh, the Revolution I'll be televised. We'll be talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to thank all you guys. And thank uh, my man Horace for the great job. Thank Jack. I want to thank my man Patrick back to Aaron Compound. Derek as well. And also thank uh, Christina for all coming out here. All you yep, guys yep. who came out to visit us, we appreciate you as well. We love you guys for meeting. Take care of yourselves. And more importantly, take care of each other. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend.